It is noon on day five of government-mandated social distancing. This is the longest that the two of us have ever spent together in a concentrated period of time under one roof. This is, of course, our marriage at lunch. I'm Andrew. I'm Kendall. Welcome to our marriage at lunch. This is literally our marriage at lunch. It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime. And we're married. (laughs) What are you eating for lunch? I don't know yet. So far, we just have coffee. How is the time with me going so far for you? Oh, that's a special question. Well, so far, I've received um, the same meme from about 10 different people mm-hmm. um, about creating an imaginary coworker when you're trapped with your spouse at home um, named Cheryl, who you blame everything on. And I think that speaks to how people feel about how you and I... Uh, will do trapped alone together for this long. Did you name this coworker Cheryl? No, Cheryl was named by the meme. And was this meme sent to you specifically, or was it just posted and you? No, saw it? I just said it was sent to me by ten different people. See, this is part. This is part of our marriage at lunch. <laughs> Great. Um. So so far, I would say we're doing pretty well. Um. The dogs help. You're just on your phone now. We're supposed to be podcasting. We are. are you trying to find the meme? <laughs> I'm not trying to find no. the meme. No. Well, why are you on your phone? I was setting a timer. Oh, okay. This is really good coffee. Thank you. You were saying... I I'm was saying that I think that we're doing okay. Okay. I think that people know us pretty well and that we don't spend a ton of isolated time together, even though we love each other very much. So let's say there's someone listening to this who doesn't know us very well. How much time do you and I spend together on the regular? We could easily go 72 hours, no contact, other than the fact that we sleep next to each other. Mm -hmm. But I would go to bed, you would come home, I would wake up and leave, and you would still be asleep. So... I would say this is absolutely the longest that we have spent together. I don't think we actually ever eat lunch together. No. Which is why our marriage at lunch (laughs) is a very appropriate title. (laughs) (laughs) What is, is there anything that you have discovered that I do that you didn't know that I do? It's more just like a saturation of all the things that I know you do, but you do them a lot more all day long. Like what? Um, like you laugh to yourself a lot. You find it's <laughs> like all the time. Mm. Like I was on a conference call last night and I had to move upstairs and uh, you were listening to something, a podcast perhaps. And you like, even though you knew I was on a, a call and everyone could hear it, you were just laughing to yourself a lot. Mm -hmm. And people were a little confused as to why somebody was just laughing in the background all the time. So is your work without joy to the point where people hear someone laughing and they question why someone would be laughing? Yeah, it was just, you know, it's a conference (laughs) call about You work in a Dickens novel. Without joy. Mm -hmm. Uh no, so there's that. Um 
Yeah. I don't know if there's... Is there anything you've learned about me? <laughs> your, work, <laughs> your work day requires at least a handful of Gilmore Girls episodes. That is uncalled for. <laughs> It makes it seem it's like okay. I, I you're just much more open about the fact that you're watching stuff. Most people hide windows behind. Yeah, like you. I came over the other day and you've just been watching what Bill, what's his name? <laughs> ben. <laughs> Rough stuff. Ben. 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 Gibbard. Gibbard. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Ben. Uh, <laughs> and everyone who, who likes him, um, he's a very famous man. Uh, yeah, you're just watching him pretending that you're really like you look like you're angry concentrated which if you know Andrew you know that um he looks like that 99% of the time when he's working um and I thought that you were deep into editing mm. which is your job for which you are paid and no you were just focusing on um the music of Ben Gibbard many people listen to music while they work that's all I was doing. Yeah, you were watching it. Well, sometimes <laughs> when you're editing something, you need to take a break and rest your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. What else uh, about our home life are you discovering now that we're in it nonstop with no breaks and no friends to break up the monotony of our relationship at home wow 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 <laughs> um i did learn something very interesting the other day because mm -hmm. we've noticed that we've been spending a lot of time with the dogs mm -hmm. we have two dogs we have two dogs border collies bernice little, little and margaret yeah large marge and uh, big bean mm -hmm. they're actually very small dogs what did you discover about them well no it's that they're very happy and okay. they like to be uh, very close around us all the time, which is fantastic. It, uh, I feel like that's a privilege. Um, I, w I think we should say it is a privilege to have somebody that you get to be at home alone with, especially the person you're married to, and to have two dogs, one each. That's a lot of physical contact, a lot of love. Mm -hmm. We're in a very privileged situation, so I'm very appreciative for that. Um, but what I did learn is that you have to be really careful to make sure your dogs still get alone time during a day because when we're not cooped up together, as you eloquently said earlier, um, they might have some separation anxiety. Mm -hmm. So we are also trying to make sure that they uh, don't get so attached that when we leave, they uh, eat all of my shoes, mm -hmm. which has happened before, or all your books. Mostly it's just Bernie. Maggie will be fine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I learned about them. That dogs also need alone time mm -hmm. from Man their humans. Mandated alone time. Mm -hmm. Government mandated alone time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you dodged the question because that's not something you learned about our marriage. That's something you learned about our dogs are your part dogs. of our marriage. <laughs> Something I learned about our marriage? Yeah. Hmm. I think we still don't talk a lot during the day. Like, we're still fairly separate in our activities and what we're doing and everything. 
we still kind of have our like bonding time at the mm-hmm. end at the end of the night with the cooking and the eating, mm-hmm. the excessive amounts of Jeopardy you like to watch. That's recent. Ooh, is it? It is. Okay. Because it's only been recently that you've been able to get right. all that Jeopardy, that How good Jeopardy content. How much Jeopardy have you watched? I've watched every collection that Netflix has put up. We don't have cable, so I can't watch it live, so I just have to... You could. There's some sort of thing you can do on the internet, apparently. Some Ontario... Some, some, some. I'll look into that. Yeah. Just type in Ontario something, something, something. This is you, this uh, is one thing about our marriage that is really cool is that I can basically, although Sean proved, Sean, you're going to hear Sean's name a couple times. Sean, my dear brother-in-law, Andrew's dear brother, um, he uh, he's a special boy. That made it sound... Get to the point. <laughs> he uh, he also has this ability, which we discovered in a game the other day. So maybe maybe it's like both of you thing. But in our marriage specifically, in the game. What is the game? In a game. What game? Uh, we we're playing that movie game, the blockbuster movie game. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can say some pretty nonsensical things that I just expect you to put together and form into what I am thinking. Okay. And you're exceptionally good at it. Maybe this is a game we should play later. We needed a game. Okay. I think this is our game. Sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, that and the '90s jukebox ability. That was pretty cool. We'll do that later. Yeah. So um, we were playing this blockbuster game the other day uh, with. They would give you a card that said uh, "movie starring Meryl Streep," and right. you went like one at a time, and you had to name uh, Kramer versus Kramer. Right. Uh, but, but the one Sophie's that was choice. the one that was really and you keep going until ridiculous was do the it. the shark movie one. It said movie starring a shark or movies where people get eaten. That's yes. what it was. Deep Blue Sea, and famous example. I literally just looked at Sean and said, "Oh, you know the one with Blake Lively," and he immediately <laughs> oh oh knew uh, it was uh, forty seven meters down or something like that. I think uh, that's what it's it is. Not the right number, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we basically did that the whole time, so. That's that's the game we'll play later. Are you saying that Sean and I both have the same ability? Uh, I think yours is more more connected to our actual life because you know things like I'll I could say of admit and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, what are you, what are you talking about? Particularly hilarious fight we had once where you threw an oven mitt on the ground and I laughed at you and that was the end of the fight. But um, yeah, no, you're able to just like piece together these random bits of whatever my brain won't put together and you put it together for me. It's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, discovering Sean had a similar ability was pretty impressive. Thank you, Sean. Mm -hmm. We've been, we were dating for 10 years before we got married. That was a year and a half ago. Yeah. So we've known each other and been around each other for about 12 years. This is true. So it doesn't surprise me that there's a glut of information to pull from. I feel like it's a bit of a crutch for me, though, you know? Like, I don't actually have to push past it and think through to the end. It's just you'll just fill in the blank for me. Oh, you're getting lazy is what you're saying. That's not what I was saying. I said it was a crutch. Mm. Yeah. What have you learned about our marriage That it is fueled by caffeine and bread. 
in that when you and I don't have either of those things, we tend to get really testy. The first day was really hard because like when your schedule gets disrupted and you're doing, you're kind of thrown into, you don't have any of the fence posts that your regular daily life has. And I am really bad at remembering to eat. So when those when those bearings are removed from your day and you don't have the things that are like, oh, this happened, now I eat lunch. This happens, now I eat dinner. I tend to just, I didn't eat that first day and then I started getting really mad at you just for being around, which wasn't fair to you. That was a completely unnecessary thing I did. But what I'm realizing is you're really good at just remembering that you have to sustain yourself. You have to eat, you have to have coffee, you have to do, otherwise you get testy as well. And when we both get tested at the same time, no es bueno. That's not good. It actually reminded me the other day of when we moved in together. Okay. So we live in a house, uh, bottom two floors. But originally, five, five years ago? Five, mm, five or no, six years 2014, ago. July 2014. Six year, almost six years ago. Mm-hmm. We moved into the upstairs apartment, which our wonderful friend Casey lives in now. And that's a story for another time. But, um... <laughs> you gotta keep them coming back. Yeah. You gotta hook yeah, them in. Gotta hook you, gotta get you gotta hook them. <laughs> you gotta hook them. You gotta bring them back. Like, yeah, I wanna know about Casey yeah. in your next podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when we moved in upstairs, uh, Andrew and I didn't... We didn't live together for what? Like, six, for six years. That makes sense, because six and six <laughs> is 12. Yeah, I can do basic math. Um, and... Uh, It was very strange because even though we spent a lot of time together, we also didn't spend a lot of time together. And then we treated every single day for like the first three weeks like it was our visit days where we would like stay over at the other person's house and cook and whatever. And neither of us did the things that we would do on a normal everyday basis when the other person wasn't around. Mm -hmm. And it started to feel very overwhelming because we were spending way too much time together. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't do anything apart Mm -hmm. because... When we were together, we were used to like making sure we were taking advantage of that time, but then we were just doing it when all the that time. Is all the time. Yeah. And so it reminded me a little bit of that because on the first day, it would be like a rare weekend day where we would spend the whole day together or um, like a vacation day where you're maximizing your time spent mm-hmm. together. And it started to feel that same way where you didn't just do the stuff that you normally do. And so when we first moved in together, I remember after three weeks, we had to have a chat and be like, we, we still need to live our lives. Mm-hmm. And then it was fine. And then we got a dog. <laughs> it's like, what do you do when your relationship is struggling? No, you don't. You get a dog. No, you right? don't do No. Nothing. No, you don't do <laughs> nothing that. Nothing improves you don't do a that. troubled relationship. You don't like do that. Like creating something you both have to be responsible for. No. <laughs> like a child. Oof. Hey, what do you think is going to happen? So I've had two conversations about this mm-hmm. now. So either there's going to be a baby boom Mm -hmm. following this nice little government mandated isolation or divorces Um, or this actually happened in China rise in divorce. Yeah. So in China, divorce rates went up over the past uh, couple months. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of my, one of my, uh, former colleagues, um, I would say acquaintances. I don't know that we, we chat a huge amount now, but I, I would say maybe a friend. Um, would you say you're friendly? I would say we're friendly. Absolutely. I have affection for this person. They're a lovely, amazing, wonderful person. There's no Um, warmer sentiment than, I have affection for this person. 
Yeah, they'll appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, they they were saying, you know, forget about activities for toddlers. I need activities for my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just wrote back, same. Um, Did you actually exchange any activities? We uh, no, um, <laughs> we didn't. However, I feel like maybe this is an activity for you because I said, let's do like an IGTV funny, let's release it at noon thing. Sure. And you got out all of your professional microphones and These are not, these are just regular old sure microphones. You have like, mm, okay. This is a professional microphone setup. Yeah, but doesn't it sound good? I'm currently talking through some device that I only ever see like Kelly Clarkson sing through in like the bad clip videos of her in the studio. So, uh, like, you know, the, uh, uh-huh, like, I feel like, you know, where you put your hand to your, to your earphone and you're singing through, that's what this looks like right now. You're welcome for the visual. So activities, you, for your uh, but yeah. And then you open pro tools and now we're in pro tools and you've used got some Apollo Moog device. A commonly used, a commonly used recording no, uh, there digital are cables audio workstation. everywhere. So I feel like Two this cables. is your activity. Because you're probably going to spend like the rest of the day editing it too. No. Just going to chop off the tips and the tails where I was making a coffee at the top. You were making, you're making two coffees. Mm-hmm. In, activity. I would say Did our you provide mugs. this acquaintance with an activity for her husband? I did partner, not. Whoever. Husband. And no, no, we didn't exchange activities. More just um, mutual sent- sentiments. Like we're in it together, you okay. know. Um, you know, we've got this other person who um, is around a lot, mm-hmm. who struggles to entertain themselves. Hey, I do not struggle to entertain myself. Okay. I watched Ben Gibbard again this morning do his musical broadcast. Yep. Yeah. I will say I have not. Uh, I've not been reading as much as I hoped. I think I'm, so I'm currently reading a book about Chernobyl and all the details about what happened there. And I was reading it before all the unpleasantness happened in real life. Yeah. And then now I'm really struggling to read it because not that what we're going through now is uh, the same as what happened in Chernobyl or any nuclear incident. Are you going to answer that? Is it an important call no. to take on our podcast? I can see. Okay. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh they hung up. Hung up. It was some robot lady. They did anyway, not want to be on I our podcast. I cannot yes, uh, concentrate. Sorry. I think my brain is trying to block out that kind of... Uh, apocalyptic events that happened in the past are really easy to digest because they happened in the past. It's like you were saying yesterday that through history you hear about stuff like Spanish flu, wars, whatever, and they're in the past and you look at them very objectively. But when you're in them, you don't, it doesn't feel historic. It just kind of feels weird, right? Am I paraphrasing that correctly? No. (laughs) What did you you say yesterday? All I said was it's interesting because you think you look back on historical events that have happened Mm -hmm. and you think like, oh my gosh, you know, and the magnitude of this and how everyone had to react and all of the horrible things that went on and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this is very different. This is something um, 
it's a very different time, a very different event. Uh, than Chernobyl? Well, obviously. Yes. Uh, but you just kind of roll with it. Um, and it's very strange. I think everybody thinks it's very strange because it, everything kind of seems normal, but it's not. Mm-hmm. We know it's not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's more what I meant. Was that when you're you look at it and think that you would have to act a certain way and do all of these sorts of things and you know that it would be more sort of catastrophic in terms of your thinking or how you'd have to go about doing stuff, but you just kind of roll with the punches. I think next week's going to be weirder for people. I think this week's still full of like, let's FaceTime everybody and mm. let's let's play games and, you know, let's do projects at home. And then I think next week, I think next week it's going to sink in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's when I think people are going to need a little more cheering up. Right now it's still new, so everybody's really like into the new. Mm-hmm. And then once it becomes the new normal, I think it'll be a wee bit different Interesting. The one thing I was actually thinking about a lot, because this is really important to me, uh, is the physical contact thing. Yeah. You know, if you don't have somebody or you don't have a pet, I'm very lucky. I like I, li- I like a good hug. It's like an yeah. understatement. Well, you were saying you <laughs> But lived... like that physical, like physical contact, that's going to be a tough one for people. You lived in Montreal after we graduated from school. You went I was alone. Still in school. <laughs> you were still in school. Yeah, you wanted I went to back do to another school. year, and you didn't have anyone at first when you moved there. You didn't really know anyone. Well, it was on and off. I had um, I lived with I lived with Bridget for a little while, um, and and Lucia was there. But you know, you would go like three or four days alone when I was living alone. And you said just practicing stuff, and it was really weird to not hug anyone. It was really weird to not laugh. Right? If you didn't find, like, because, you know, you might laugh to yourself. You oh, hear that? It's weird to not laugh. Yeah, but laughing to yourself while reading a book. Like, even my family I has wa- said this. Mm. When you read when you read books, you laugh out loud. And it's I was adorable. List- last night, when your coworkers commented on the laughter in your household. Mm. And how great it was to hear such sure. mirth and joy. Absolutely. Um, I was listening to the Super Ego podcast. Super Ego? Yes. That's it. I wasn't reading. I know. Anyway, so you didn't get hugs in uh, or physical contact <laughs> in Montreal. I did. <laughs> I did, but it's weird. It's weird to not have that. Yes. So, yeah. So you understand that next week when I, it I feel like it's going to start to when get we're tough even for deeper into this that it might get tough. Yeah. It will. Mm-hmm. You can And even... I know that if I find it like, you know, I'm stressed right now and mm-hmm. I've I have it pretty great. I got, I've got a loving husband at home. For now. For now. Were you going <laughs> to run away? I, I can't leave the house. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, I got two puppies. I wonder if during Whoa. this, some relationships Whoa. are going to go south. And you remember that, that movie with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston, uh, The Breakup, where they broke up, but they had to be in the same house? I wonder if that's going to happen to... A bunch of people. Why would we think about that? They get divorced, but they can't leave. Yeah, so but that's stuck. a reality for so people one in of Toronto. Starts, do you, do you the remember? The difference is, though, oh, that Vince Vaughn started thing. having rager bachelor parties in his apartment. We can't do that here. When did you watch this movie? Oh, it's old. This is like 2000. 
four or five this movie we, came out. I saw it in theaters. I was really... With uh, Sean. No, together. I was 14, 15 at yeah. the time. So oh. I probably snuck in. It was a 14A movie. If you're 14, that means you can go see it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was probably... I thir- don't think you If it came out it. in 2004, I would have been 13. If it came out in 2005, I don't know. I'm not looking it up. No cheating. It came out. It's a movie that came out. And you probably went and saw it in one of your beautiful Hawaiian shirts. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we're a little off track. Is it time for a game? I think so. I do okay. want, can I return just briefly to what you were talking about in terms of people having to live together sure. who are broken up? Don't you remember, so my loving husband, because he really is, sometimes drives me crazy, but. He went all over the city with me in two cars to pick up a whole bunch of Kijiji items so that my office could look less sad, very appreciative, also so that I, you know, wasn't just going to random people's homes alone picking up furniture. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we got all of this really awesome stuff from this lovely guy, and he was saying he had to get rid of all of his stuff because he had to move out of his apartment because he broke up with his girlfriend. He couldn't afford to live there anymore. Mm-hmm. That was so sad. So I really don't wish that upon anybody. No. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, don't break up with people because if you do, you no. will lose your dining That's room table. That's not what I'm saying. That's, That's a terrible thing to say if to people. If you want to keep your furniture, <laughs> stay in that relationship no matter what. No matter what. Okay. I feel like we shouldn't be giving out. This is an advice podcast about how to keep a marriage strong. Rough. Don't let go of that tip. We have some good tips. I don't feel we need to share them. No. Go for it. You have some good tips. What are some of the good tips? Why don't we save those? We'll say we'll have like a tips, a tips portion of one of them. Welcome our... to the tips portion of the show. Kendall, what's the first tip? I'll give you a tip. Oh, I was gonna make a grandpa joke. My papa has the best jokes. Um, top five, top five, five Papa jokes, Papa tips. Oh, Papa tips. I don't know that he really gave out tips. It would be, you know, just like the, the Papa jokes. Uh, All right. Top five, top five. Top okay. Five. So let's say, um, let's say you dropped something or you broke something. A or classic you, premise. Anything, you yes. know, you just, you did something silly. He'd say, great play Shakespeare. When's the second act? <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. Number two? Uh, I'm going to give them all away now? Okay. Uh, So another one that he would do is if you were were in a car together and you were going around in a big circle, he would say, this is known as going around together. When you say in a big circle, do you mean like a roundabout? No, because those only exist on PEI. Or where was I driving last time where there are lots of roundabouts? I was on a struggle bus. A much more famous locale would be London. When was the last time you drove in London, England? I have never left this continent. I know you haven't. Famously, London has the roundabouts. Right, but PEI, every time we go to PEI, so Andrew's family is from PEI. So every time we go to PEI, then... You guys always comment on if there's a new roundabout. Oh, there's a new roundabout over here. Well, it's important to point out when new work has been done. I, yes. Tip number three. Tip. These aren't tips. Pop a tip. They're just jokes. Okay, we should save some. No. Top five. Number three. Oof. Uh, what have we done? We've done Great Play Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. What's the second act? 
we've done this is called going around together mm-hmm. uh i know that there's one that has to do with cribbage in my car oh, there's lots of cribbage ones you know Hit us 15 with... two and the rest won't do exactly 15 four and the rest won't score another gem 19 because you can't get 19 in crib for that all you one crib is a little nerds more out there obtuse. no no it's it's not it, you just have to understand I have to teach you the rules of crib every time we play again. Every time. Every time. That game is so boring. It just falls out of my brain. <laughs> and yet you love hamster roll. Hamster roll? Which is arguable. Hamster roll! Oh. Is one of the best. Jeez. Best German game you've ever played. I gotta say, yeah. the Germans have figured out board games. Okay. Let's go through them. Ooh, we should do a board game day where we invite uh, uh, Uncle Tom on the show. You gotta explain. Right. Um, the person who loves hamster roll the most uh, is Mr. Tom Quinn, who then I think bought all of the other games by that company. Uh, no. And had them primed Close. to his house Close. or other people's homes. He I can't remember the story. Played hamster roll once. Um, we went out to a games bar. Snakes and lattes, snakes and so whatever one whatever. sells liquor. There's one that sells coffee, and then okay, there's one snakes that sells and lattes, liquor. and then snakes and loggers. There it is. Yeah, got it. Um, Nailed we it. went there and we played it, and then he immediately went home. I think we were getting together around November or something. He bought every single member of his family a copy of Hamster Roll, so everyone. All five people. But there are got two other versions too. There's two other games. Yeah, there's two other games and they're weird, but he has them. He bought those for himself or for the family? We'll have to find we'll out. We'll have to find out. Nothing, I gotta say, number one with the bullet, the activity that is most appropriate for mm-hmm. the audio medium, mm-hmm. board games. What is your pop a tip? It's not a tip. Four. Number four. Oof, now I'm starting to run out of them. And usually they just pop in at the, the silliest times where you think you... So that my siblings and I always said that we would never say all of these silly phrases that he said because they were so silly when we were little. And, and now, look at us now we're hitting all of them. One, two, three, four, five. Bedded into your brain. But now that I'm being pushed on them, I can't remember some. So I got one. Yeah. There's more. It's uh, wrapped in an anecdote. Mm. Um, oh, but that's, that's just suave. The A's thing. Oh, yeah, really into uh, the fact that his name has, uh, first and middle name has two A's, and my brother's, and maybe his, maybe my great-grandfather's, like my pop, my papa's father's. I know that his name started with A. Um, and so super into the idea of, you know, A.A. Land or, or like the two A's. Mm-hmm. And so I married... A handsome man whose name starts with A. And my sister married a handsome man whose name starts with A. So he was, you know, he met Andrew and Andrew walked in and he said, another A in the family. So that was another thing that he liked. That's a sidebar to that. When I walked in, uh, your grandparents lived in a retirement home. Yeah, at that Uh, time. The Lodge, I think it was called. No, that was my great grandmother's retirement home in Alberta. They lived in Peterborough Manor, Manor. I think. Peterborough Manor. A manor. And... Where all murder mysteries take place. <laughs> Oof, that's a little rough in a retirement home. I it's take okay. that one back. So we walked in, and I saw him give you a hug, and it was all very endearing. Mm-hmm. And then he released mm-hmm. you from the embrace, and he looked at me, and he said, 
Andrew, it's so nice to meet you. And when we were leaving... This is actually how he talked, by the way. We're not exaggerating. We were leaving uh, after lunch yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. And I said, it was really nice. Like, your grandpa was so welcoming and he knew who I was. Like, I hadn't even shook his hand yet and he already knew my name. Mm-hmm. And you told me mm-hmm. that when he hugged you before greeting me, he whispered in your ear, what's his name? (laughs) (laughs) And you said, Andrew. And then he jovially opened his arms and said, Andrew, so nice to meet you. That is a man who is all 50s. Like 1950s through and through. He knew exactly how to look suave while still kind of being a little, an asshole. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. May he rest in peace. Over the line. May he rest in peace. Under the line. Papa tip number five. It's not a tip. Do you remember any? You were around him a lot. Mm, I only met him a couple times. I didn't mm. know him that much. He and my grandmother used to hide candy from each other in their house. Yes. It's this. not a tip, but it's definitely something you could try doing. Could be fun, you know, during uh, self-isolation. See who can find each other's stash. <laughs> what kind of candy would they stash? One time I found a giant Walmart bag full of like Easter themed candies. Yeah. So like, you know when candy You're talking com- cream eggs and Yeah, when candy companies turn everything into chocolate. Like caramel, you know the caramel eggs? Mini eggs, caramel cream eggs. eggs. Is that where it's where caramel comes like eggs? Caramel wrapped in chocolate, that's yeah. it? No <laughs> cream, no nothing. Yeah, it's not a there's caramel cream eggs, but that's different. Okay. So there's a whole bag full of those behind their TV stand. Uh, didn't they get warm and melted and gross? I don't know. Carry and then on. and then Gran used to hide Kit Kats like in her like clothing drawers, or sometimes in the drawer like right beside where her uh, her sitting chair was. Okay, her sitting chair. She That's straight a pr- up had a sitting chair. <laughs> like when you picture somebody Isn't who's that in the a prime sitting chair. The function of a chair is for sitting. Yeah. But she the, also had like the leather covers to cover the books that she was reading. Yeah. Oh, oh the uh, when old ladies read romance novels and they have a leather cover. Straight up. So the people on the bus don't think that they're think, reading porn. I think hers was, uh, she didn't ride the bus and she's. She drove the bus. No, she, she hers was quilted. Did she quilted leather? Or no. she knit one herself? <laughs> quilted doesn't mean knit. I am not. Uh, particularly knowledgeable okay. so of it handcrafts. So it was like a maroon brown quilted cover with like piping. Okay. With like floral piping around it. I remember very specifically. Elegant? No. Okay. And uh, what was the... So what I was think that they used to like hide various things from each other pretending okay. that they the other person didn't know. I, I think they did. I don't know. Um, so that, I mean, maybe that's, it's not really a tip. Tip number five, hide candy from your spouse. <laughs> I have one question. They did have one tip, I have actually. One they important would always question. to keep your marriage together. What? Do you not want that tip? Do you hide candy from me? No, they had a tip about keeping your marriage together. Oh, what was it? They, I feel like you should have started you always, with this one. Also super funny because they slept in separate beds mm-hmm. for the entire time that I ever knew them. Okay. They had two twin beds with like a nightstand in between them. Very but Christian. You always had to kiss each other before you went to bed. You weren't allowed to fight, right? You always had to you couldn't go to sleep you, fighting. Yeah, you had to kiss each other Something before you went you to bed. Something you and I. <laughs> we don't go to bed at the same time, though. No, it's true. So, whatever. <laughs> okay, what was the tip? Was never go to bed. No, never, no, the tip was never sleep in the same bed, right? No, the tip was always <laughs> give each other a kiss before you go to bed. Okay. Yeah. 
That's a good tip. Yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. Okay. Okay. Final thing. Yes. What is the most salacious romance novel you remember your grandmother reading? I, I was a child. I don't know. I think she read Harlequin romances, but I don't know. Okay. So nothing, not, none of the hard stuff. No. Okay. No. <laughs> um, she also used to look up the answers while doing crosswords. Which I thought was normal until my mom told me it wasn't. Yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> it's not what you're supposed to do. The point but isn't it, just to fill it in. You have to know. No, like the, the point was to fill it, it in and do the word jumble. Right. <laughs> yeah. Jumbles are arguably more fun than crosswords because there's always that bonus Ooh, pun that you have to get that has the cartoon. You have to match the secret one mm -hmm. to the cartoon. Yeah. Classic fun. Classic. Classic. Alrighty. Well. I'm feeling good. You feeling good? Well, yeah. This has been this our has marriage been, at lunch. It and and it was. We will see you at our next lunch break. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kendall. This has been our marriage at lunch. Marriage at lunch. No, I say it. No, I, why do you get to do all the intros and and outros? You do it then. I don't have an announcer voice though. <laughs> this has been our marriage at lunch. See, it doesn't sound the same. Okay, bye. <laughs>